Lawrence on second and 13. Breaks the tackle, throwing on the run and overthrowing and intercepted. Picked off by Justin Reed. And Reed brings it back inside the 50-yard line. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. With Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Friday. Lots to go this hour. We'll get today's baseball card. Lightning bets coming up about 40 minutes from now. But right now, this is one of our favorite ones. Season-long interception leader. And before we get into the... Um, the odds here, let me just bring this to you because I think it's a, it's a good segue here. Uh, Matthew Paris, he covers the Washington uh, Commanders uh, out there at practice this morning. He had this to say, uh, quote, you don't hear this too often. Montez Sweat was chasing a scrambling car, so Wentz from behind and was yelling, get rid of it, get rid of it. Wentz uh, ran out of bounds instead. So uh, Carson, 25 to 1, is part of this marketplace. Th- this is fun. So last year, Paul was in on um, the Ryan Tannehill uh 50 to 1 to lead it, and it ended up being what they were tied 17 apiece. Was it Stafford, Lawrence, and um, and Tannehill? So all 17? No, so Stafford and Lawrence. So Tannehill was in the lead towards the end with like two weeks to go, and then Lawrence and Stafford ended up tying for it. And Stafford threw three picks in his last game. So anyone who was holding a Lawrence ticket, that was a pretty bad beat. So what do we. Joe, when you look at this market, what are we looking for? Are we looking for quarterbacks that are not very good, quarterbacks that will throw a lot, maybe some luck last year that will go the other way? I think that was the Tannehill angle. There was some luck, low interceptions, kind of then it went the other way. What are we looking for mm-hmm. here? Yeah, I mean, the Stafford thing, not only did it come down to the final week, in the last three games he had seven interceptions. He wasn't even a part of this. Like, what was it when he was at 10 with three weeks to go? Uh, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Here's something that I've noticed the last two years. We all know it's passing league. You've got to pass. You're going to to win. You need to be able to pass, right? The, the league has sure. taken that shift. That's been going on for quite some time. But with uh, the splits being more extreme, that we're seeing more passing, less running, I've noticed in the last couple of years we're seeing fewer interceptions. Why do totally. we think that is? And so does I, this – with fewer picks, does this open the door – for longer shots because, you know, I know it's the ultimate outlier, but just a couple of years ago, Jameis had 30. But after Jameis, Baker had 21. Rivers had 20. Any of those would have been your interception leader over the last couple of years. So my theory is, well, number one, shorter passes, right? More at the line of scrimmage, more – the teams – you know where teams don't do much anymore? Like, you know, maybe the best quarterbacks with the strongest arms do it. You notice teams don't throw over the middle into traffic anymore? One-on-one outside where it's likely to be incompletion or interference or nothing or short passes or deep where it's likely, again, to be a a penalty or an incompletion. Teams don't throw over the middle much where there's all the traffic, the ball pops up in the air, and you have an easy interception for somebody. I I think we're going to see more and more randomness, Joe, to this, like – this leader it could be a good quarterback that did, like Stafford last year right that was random he okay. just he's a good quarterback he obviously won the Super Bowl but he could lead it on that vein I've got one for you and Aaron you're gonna be disappointed because this has become a pro Vikings show this week a pro Kirk Cousins show but in the vein of Matthew Stafford couldn't you see Kirk Cousins having a bunch of interceptions yet playing well in more of a passing offense it's the, it's the same offense as last year, 
And you look at Cousins and his career, his intercept percentage for his career is 2.2. He was only 1.2 last year. He threw far less. He turned it around. He was an interception machine in Washington. All he did was throw interceptions, but I don't think he, I think he's cleaned that up. Well, you think he's reverting back? I don't don't think think he's he's cleaned it up. I think he just doesn't want, he does everything. If if you watch the games, he does everything he can not to throw an interception. He's more worried about his stats. Like he will not be as aggressive or he hasn't been at, let's say in Minnesota. He has not been as aggressive. He was always throwing downfield. Yeah. So, So now he's maybe under Zimmer. He was too conservative. Maybe he reverts back to what he was in Washington because McConnell's going to want him to be more aggressive. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm thinking. Like Stafford last year, production, but it also leads to interceptions. He's what, 40 to 1? I think I saw him at 40. Okay, so that's interesting. Here's This is from footballoutsiders.com. The luckiest quarterback in 2021 who will be starting again in 2022 was Tennessee's Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill only threw 14 interceptions, but he saw 10 other passes dropped by defenders with one pick that could have that uh, should have been caught by his receiver. So they're talking about Tannehill again. What's mm-hmm. what are the odds of Tannehill? 30. 30. Oh, that's not bad. Problem is, is he gonna play the whole season? All right, I continue. Among returning starters, Tannehill is followed by Kirk Cousins. According to their metrics, they're talking about expected interception rate versus what we saw. Followed by Kirk Cousins and really Aaron Rodgers. One of the luckiest. Doesn't Rodgers have a knack for this? It's years, right? He just doesn't throw picks. I think Joe Rodgers does something that you're saying Cousins does. Doesn't Rodgers shy away sometimes from throwing that? Like he he doesn't want to throw interceptions. It, it, they said, though Rodgers had one of the lowest adjusted interception rates in the league, he wasn't quite as good as his total of four interceptions would suggest. Defenders dropped five of his passes. That's still only nine, right? He's still so yeah. good at it. <laughs> like only, yep. only had four. Uh, Heineke and Bridgewater also up there with luck. We know Heineke's not starting. and yeah, Right. So a couple follow-ups. Rodgers yep. has not thrown double-digit interceptions since 2010. And four, right five, four, two, six, seven, last handful of years. Cousins is interesting. His career high is 13, which he did both in Washington and in Minnesota. As far as that number goes, because like when you think of Kirk Cousins, you kind of think interceptions. Um, that number is interesting. And then, like like you said, some guys I've had to rule, like Tannehill – Numbers intriguing. Is he going to play the whole year? Same thing like Kyler Murray. He's probably going to get hurt at some point. Derek Carr at 35 to 1. I mean, they're going to have to throw it a bunch. Goff, it seems like Campbell's not going to let them, let him be the guy, you know, that beats them, that, that lets them lose. And then a guy like Burrow and Herbert who have to throw the ball for them to be good. Like those are interesting at 30 and 25 to 1. You don't have to be in a great offense to throw a lot of picks. Mm-mm. Just be just because there's volume doesn't mean you're going to throw a lot of interceptions. You saw that Trevor Lawrence uh, last year was Lock and Wentz. They were tied at 15. So it doesn't have to be in 
I, I think some people might look at that and say, oh, Stafford got it. There was a lot of luck for Stafford to get it at the very end. I don't know that we'll see that a, a scenario like that again. So Zach Wilson's a favorite. Justin Fields and Davis Mills and Trevor Lawrence, all uh, second favorites here. Where did you see Tannehill at 30? Because I also see 18. Yeah, I see 18. Uh, it's out Bet there. GM so. has 18 to 1, but a 30 to 1 is out there. Okay. Okay. We'll see. Okay. That's. Would anybody dare go Rodgers without Devontae here? No. What's that number? 80? Oh, there's 100 to 1 out there at BetMGM. Yes, I would have bet 100. Yeah, I would do that. I at least see a scenario where he starts forcing it a bunch because he has to. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have that security blanket. But Tannehill and Cousins, those, those seem pretty good to me. I've got an interesting thought on the odds. Not So I was about to make a case because I thought it'd be a crazy number. I was like, oh, maybe like the Rodgers case Joe's making. I'll make it for this guy. Have you seen Tom Brady's number at BetMGM? Where are we? It's only 30 to oh, 1. Oh, yeah. Why? Like, think about that for a second. Like, Tom Brady has – like he, the odds are telling you he's more likely to lead the league interceptions than Dak Prescott, than Josh Allen. He's not in the same stratosphere as Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I was looking at some of the accuracy numbers. He's middle. He was middle of the pack last year on target percentage, bad throw percentage. Is that a fade because the offensive line and some of the receivers that aren't there? Well, are, are, well I, mean, I, I will say on, on that, look at, look at how many are in the 20 to 25 range. It's like half the league. So, but, but wouldn't his wouldn't Tom Brady be above that normally? Wouldn't he yes. reside in the fifty to one, seventy to one, like Rogers, Dak, Allen? Well, some sports books have decided to put him at fifty. Okay. So, I you're right. He he's in that Mahomes range at some spots, but then mm-hmm. you know, sports books by sports book, the liability might be different. You take a few bets, and then that changes things all of a sudden. Some but, of these guys you know, are unbettable because they're going to get benched. Like the Drew Locke you know, one funny, is a waste of time. Pete Carroll's it, not letting him throw 50 interceptions. He's going to take him off the field. I mean, I mean, this is a perfect example of why we always preach that you have to shop around. So if you want to bet on Brady, you would find that biggest number. But also guys like Josh Allen, they have the best number at BetMGM. So that's it's telling you that they're not getting a lot of these interception leader bets at BetMGM because they have a 50. And we talked to their head trader earlier on in the show, said they can't make the Bills number short enough. They keep right. betting it every single day, and it's already as low as 6-1. to one. So if they're betting Bills Super Bowl, I have to assume they're bet- betting everything in the positive Bills sense, to win the division, to win the conference, for Josh Allen to be the MVP, and positive season-long props for Josh Allen. New offensive coordinator, guy that's had accuracy yeah. issues in the past. I mean, 50-1 mm-hmm. to one across the board. Intriguing. Yeah, and you yep. think maybe with Dable out of there, I wonder if they it changes a little 15 bit. Fifteen yeah. last year, fifteen last year, two behind. Because of the what playoffs, about- people forget Josh Allen was a little bit uneven during the regular season last year compared to the year before. He wasn't as good, and then we forgot because those two playoff games were just like otherworldly Ooh. from Josh Allen. I, I think we're missing an, an 
an angle that should probably be kind of obvious. What is it? Because we don't have a sample size. There's going to be a rookie quarterback or two that starts the majority of the games. But shouldn't we just be look? Should we talk about Pickett at fifty to one, or should we look at Desmond Ritter eighty to one out there? So. I, I agree with your angle, and last year was a great angle, right? Like that we played that because we knew those quarterbacks were going to play. You think Mike Tomlin's going to let Kenny Pickett throw interceptions? He's going to pull him right off the field. I couldn't bet it. Okay. But Atlanta, if he starts – Tennessee. That, that, now that, that one, the Atlanta one is interesting. Because if, if Mariota – Mariota gets hurt a lot. Ritter could have to play early. He might just win the job soon, take it away from him. That one's – it. what's his number? Ritter eighty. Yeah, Ritter. That's kind of interesting. What if what if uh, Mariota gets hurt? Ritter's eighty. Malik Malik Willis is a hundred. I like the Ritter one because Willis, similar to Joji's Tomlin angle, I wonder if Vrabel lets him just you know that's sure lose games yeah. for them, and then but then you look at their schedule. Giants, I know we're kind of leaning Giants. I mean, they're plus in a six and a half point underdog, so I don't know if that's a win, but Titans' schedule Giants at home, Bills, Raiders, Colts, Commanders, like, and then Colts again. At what point would you make that move? Like, at what point is he waving the white flag and putting the rookie in? Uh, do we? Fair. Can, can Drew Locke stay on the field to get this award again, the stat category? Can he stay on the field long enough? No. Can he do it in a half a season before they bench him? <laughs> I just feel like they're going to be like, it's going to be two weeks of lock, then two weeks of Geno, then two weeks of lock. Like, yeah. They're both 25 to 1. Who do you like, Aaron? Carson Wentz? 25 to 1? Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> the only one I'm going to do in this market. I mean, another thing I looked up was the commander's schedule and then all the um, you know, cornerbacks and safeties that led the league in interceptions last year and the commander's play a lot of those guys so i'm going carson wentz 25 to 1 i like the value there yeah and you know something that we learned with stafford last year was 17 and allen was in second he was two back you don't have to be in a bad team or have a bad season to be up there with interceptions stafford allen yeah yeah Derek carr could fit that bill we think they're gonna be in shootouts down in games maybe to great quarterbacks Derek Carr could have a bunch of interceptions. Could have a bunch of touchdowns and yards and interceptions. This is a fun one to take shots. How about Jameis? And How were they that year? By the way, you can jump in. Like I think I jumped in on Tannehill like three, four weeks into the season. So like you don't have to. Yeah. Like these numbers can move, and there could be opportunity a few weeks in. Yeah, and there could be regression, right? Like that guy has none. Oh, you know, some are coming. Like that's just the way it works. You throw the ball in the air and. And things happen. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Beck QL Daily. On the other side, we'll dive into today's MLB card as a weekend slate of baseball begins. We'll do that. And then Lightning Bet's coming up in about 20 minutes. And we have to learn when and why Paul was carrying a casket at some point. That's next on the Beck QL Network. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.